Hey there, thanks for trying out the Tim Hunter Oddcast. Uh, my name is Tim Hunter. I'm the Morning Mouth at KRKO. I hope you can listen to us during the week. We'll play lots of Everett's Greatest Hits for you. But what we do is, in between the music, we work in a little fun. And what you're about to hear is a compilation of the fun you might have missed last week. Hey, good morning. It's KRKO, the station filled with Everett's Greatest Hits and occasional goofiness from yours truly, Tim Hunter, want to introduce you to a woman by the name of Laura Landerman Garber. Uh, she lives in New Hampshire, and it was uh, a few years back that she got inspired. I I'm going to let her tell her story. 16 years ago, I was sitting in the dentist's office. It was around this time of year, the week before Thanksgiving, and it was a magazine that said, you know, a great family activity would be uh, to write uh, holiday cards to the military because while they're far away from home, you're with your family. I went home and plopped down cards at the Thanksgiving table and said, that's it, everybody. If you want to eat turkey, you're going to write cards to our military. And they all looked at me like, uh, Mom, where did this come from? Nothing like the Thanksgiving tradition of extortion. That's right. I called it a ticket for turkey, actually. Oh, okay. Um, and everybody, you know, because I am mom and I had the, the turkey in my hands, um, they all agreed and we wrote, you know, we wrote cards. And my family did that for the next 14 years, the mother families and the communities. And we would send them to Wounded Warrior Project or to uh, Walter Reed, the uh, Naval Hospital in Bethesda, Maryland, or our own VA hospital here in New Hampshire. But in 2017, everything changed. We had a young family friend deployed in the Navy, and he was going to be out to sea on the USS Theodore Roosevelt. I was a bit naive, I would say, because I called it a boat. <laughs> we know it's not a boat. <laughs> it's not. I'm thinking, oh, there are a couple hundred, you know, men and women on there. Boy, there are 5,000 aboard. A Boy Scout actually made me a Facebook page, and I started calling schools and, you know, churches and synagogues and dance studios. Uh, scouts, and I got a little excited or ahead of myself, so I called the governor, and he said yes. Wow. And I was like, yeah, and I was like, you know, I'm going to call Washington, D.C. So I called our U.S. senators and congresswomen, and they said yes. So in six weeks, 17,000 cards came in, and off they went. It was, it was uh, thrilling, inspiring, and very humbling. Well, and this thing turned into a monster. 17,000 cards, that's a lot but not nearly what she is going to end up doing this year. Laura's going to tell us the rest of the story and let you know how you can get involved in the minutes ahead here on KRKO. Thank you so much for starting out your day with Everett's Greatest Hits. My name is Tim Hunter, and this is little old KRKO. Hey, we've been hanging with Laura Landerman Garber this morning. She is a mom, a grandma, a clinical psychologist who lives in New Hampshire, and a few Thanksgivings ago, started having her family and her friends fill out holiday greeting cards for the troops overseas. And it's grown and gotten bigger and bigger. And, and these days, uh, Laura, your your house looks more like a warehouse. Well, I think I told somebody it looked like Hallmark just dropped in. And, you know, the first year was 17,000. That sounds like a lot of cards, but eh, they were in my family room. And then last year, there were 50,000 cards. And last year they went to all five branches because I met a World War II veteran who told me he would sign a card for 
uh, that first year if I promise the next year to send them to all five branches. And that's a promise I'm going to keep. And then this year, I met a Vietnam War veteran who said that he had a card on his wall that he got 52 years ago from, an, you know, when he was 18 and he was drafted. And it's, he's, you know, tucked it in his pocket back then. And he said, if I make it home, I'm going to keep this card forever. And he still has it. So these inspiring stories, you know, keep me plugging forward. And um, the commissioner of education here in New Hampshire not only challenged in one email um, all the students in the state, but he surprised me and sent out an email to every single commissioner of education in every state. Wow. So this year, there are 100,000 cards in my house. <laughs> <laughs> and it's more like Hallmark and the gallery card you know, company and every card company stopping in. And it's, it really takes a village. Think about it. Close your eyes and picture, you know, a base, a remote base somewhere in Afghanistan. And, you know, uh, military personnel is opening up a card and maybe with a couple others around them. And, you know, their card is from, you know, a vice, uh, former vice president. And another one is from a senator. And another one's from a preschooler. And another one's from a general. It just... It just warms my heart, and it, you know they're gonna—it's gonna make them smile. Maybe even give them a little bridge back to home. Well, God bless you for what you're doing, and God bless the inventor of the self-sticking stamp. Because I could just imagine if you had stamps, you wouldn't be able to taste anything for Thanksgiving. The true answer is that there are no stamps involved. They go in big boxes, so that uh, the troops can reach in and grab a, you know, a little batch of 10 cards and, and off they go. Okay, so people hear this, they go, dang, I want to do that too. Where would they go to find out more? I have a website. Um, it's a mouthful, but here it is. It's www.militaryholidaycardchallenge.com. Well, thank you, Laura. I, I imagine there might be a few people listening right now that have military family overseas. If you would be interested in this project and sending along some cards to the troops, uh, visit our KRKO Facebook page. We've got the link for you right there. KRKO taking care of the music for you. Everett's greatest hits all morning long. In fact, you take us to work, they'll just keep coming. Good morning. My name is Tim Hunter, and uh, it was I was out yesterday soaking up that gorgeous sunshine and I was saying to myself, God, it's a beautiful day in the neighbor. Oh, that's right. The Fred Rogers movie is coming out this weekend. This weather is probably tied into the promotion. In any case, uh, Tom Hanks plays Fred Rogers in It's a Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. And he said when he was doing research into that role, he kept hearing the same thing over and over about Mr. Rogers. When you talk to Fred, you felt as though you were the most important person in the world. And I would say if I got anything from Fred, I think I'm a pretty happy person when I wake up in the morning. But playing Fred made me a better listener. Yeah, this movie is going up against Frozen 2, so it will be an interesting box office this weekend. Uh, more of the movie guy, he's pulling for Tom Hanks. He likes Tom. You know, Tom Hanks, when you think about his career, I loved him on the show uh, Bosom Buddies. Bosom Buddies. Do you remember yes, Bosom Buddies? I do. How insane was that? Um, he did that with Peter Scolari, was the with the co-host. Who went on to... Nothing. Absolutely right? nothing. Right, yeah. <laughs> but Tom Hanks became the actor of our generation. How did that happen? I saw a meme the other day that showed... Uh, 
you know, because he did the Captain Scully, and he did all these things. Joe versus it, the volcano. Yeah, and it said never travel with Tom Hanks. Yeah. <laughs> Wherever he goes, something happens. Castaway, I watched it the other day yeah. just for the heck of it. It's oh. a fantastic film. Yeah. Wilson! I'm Maury, the movie guy. We'll be back tomorrow with uh, all the reviews of this coming weekend's movies. So uh, make sure you come back this way. Uh, I mean, seriously, was there ever a bad Beatles song? Hey, good morning. It's KRKO. Tim Hunter hanging out with you, playing Everett's greatest hits, keeping them coming. Those songs you know that disappeared from the radio, and here they are. Got them for you. We'll keep them coming if you just stick around. You know, it is so annoying when the technology fights us. I was having some uh, email grief the last couple of days. Uh, one of my accounts was messed up and I had to spend time with tech and oh, finally got it all fixed. But huh, it is just so maddening. And what makes it worse is when you're talking to the people from tech support and they're not helping. They don't understand. You know, my wife had that battle at work the other day, and uh, I figured it probably is a public service. We should pass along these signs. In fact, we have five of them. Yes, now, these are the top five signs that the guy from tech support isn't going to be very helpful. Number five, his first words were, okay, boomer. Number four says, ah, I've got another moron on the phone forgetting to mute it. Number three, he asks, have you tried pouring water in it? Number two, just graduated from tech school 30 minutes ago. However, the number one sign, the guy you're talking to from tech support, isn't going to be very helpful. He says, um, forgive me for asking, but what's a computer? Yeah, just hang it up. Just hang it up right then and there. With his own unique view of the world, Tim Hunter, Hunter. mornings on KRKO.